You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply tell us but we don't show prep so I just barely make it in <laughs> you know I'm sure you can tell but we don't show prep. I mean let's, let's, let's put the cards down on the table here Me hurricanes, yeah. You know the name already. It's Mercy. <laughs> it's a six Rick Kane show. Can't forget the name though. Got jazz, blue vision, DJ break the game code. Ain't no changing them, ain't no breaking them. Real port alive from the hall ride stadium. Ball 14 for the orange or green. We see the six rig champs. It's more than a dream. This is life on the field. Beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to your squad. The six rig cane show. The six rig cane show. The six rigs cane show. You know. Wrong with us, we're Miami Hurricanes fans. Welcome to the Six Rings Cane Show, a show dedicated to Miami Hurricane sports, featuring the legendary Larry Bluestein, Jazz Santana, Vish, and Danny Gillette. Let's go, Canes! Welcome back, everybody, to the Six Rings Cane Show, uh, Pinstripe Bowl postseason, uh, postseason, post game, slash postseason. Oh, postseason, yeah, yeah. Post, <laughs> I mean, this is more than post, this is post postseason. Uh, Kings drop a um, an ugly game, man. Just a bad game overall for the Canes. They, they drop it to Rutgers, thirty-one twenty-four. Had an opportunity there at the end, but uh, um, just a lot of things that did not go right in this game. And uh, you know, we'll we'll talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly for sure. As cliche as it sounds, and I think there was some good. There was definitely a lot of bad, and definitely a lot of ugly as well. So 
Uh, we'll get into that. <clears throat> I know a lot of Canes fans are going to be pretty bummed out and pretty pissed off about this one. I think uh, I can speak for Vish and myself, we're, and we're pretty um, we're pretty pissed off about some things that happened as well. So we'll definitely get all into that. I know uh, Blue's coming on in, in just a short while, so we'll get Blue's um, comments on on what's going on what happened today as well as the Canes again drop uh, the Pinstripe Bowl 31-24 to Rutgers. Um, you know, Vish and I are here. So, DJ, I kind of want to get your take on what you saw overall, uh, you know, just, you know, just the game overall and, and, and how you feel about this performance from Miami Hurricanes. I'll start with the good first off. I thought uh, Ruben Bain played outstanding today. You know, there were some players who, who looked like they didn't even want to be on the field today. Ruben Bain was not one of them. I thought he played with tremendous energy and intensity, as he has all season. You know, he's not the type to take a game off or take a playoff. He goes full throttle every single snap, and I think that's going to really serve him well. He's already received some accolades this season, and, you know, he's got a really bright future with this program. I know we talk about him ad nauseum, but today he was just all over the field. He had a high motor. He wanted to get after Gavin Wimsett, and he did on some occasions. And, you know, I think, I think you know, he's going to be a player that can – you know, really be the anchor of this defense moving forward. Um, you know, some freshmen don't get a chance to make an instant impact or, you know, kind of fall behind, you know, in a program. Bain is not one of those guys. He is a high-caliber player, and Miami is lucky to, you know, have him. And he played really well today. And then, I don't know, I, I kind of want to get your guys' take on this because you're closer – you know, you're at the games and you're, you know, kind of more in the know about some stuff than I am. But the lack of discipline in this game, for example, the penalty on uh, Robbie Washington and then Jacoby George and, you know, the starting, you know, stuff with Rutgers players after the whistle and things like that. And also, the continued poor clock management was just something that really stuck out to me today. I know we've talked about, you know, the clock management before, but it just, it, it reared its ugly head again today. And at this point, I'm not sure if it's something that can get fixed or if this is just a Mario thing that we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take the second one first. Um, no, he, he's awful at it. It's embarrassingly bad. He's paid a lot of money. And honestly, there's nothing, there's no shame in him admitting, I don't know how to do this part of the game. I'm going to have an analyst just handle it. They're going to tell me when to call timeout and when to go hurry up and when to sit on the ball and when to kneel the ball. Um, because he clearly, um, he clearly does not know how to do that. And it wasn't just, you know, that the we got screwed at the end of the first half when they reviewed something for less than a second and came out and overturned it when he was in bounds. And they said there was indisputable evidence that he wasn't. I and mean, we look at the the um one of the it was the it was the Restrepo touchdown, um where you know his feet were down. It's unclear for sure whether his foot came off the ground. Um, before he had possession, but then his butt hit the ground. His right ass cheek was out of bounds. His left ass cheek was inbounds. And there's actually still shots. You can see the left side of his butt hit first. So he was in bounds anyway, but they overturned it on that. 
So we all were looking at that. What we didn't focus on is we moronically did not call timeout after second down on Rutgers possession when it was going to be third and 11 and lost 40 seconds. That's why you had to kick the field goal in the first place because we got screwed on the call, but it should have just been another down to run a play on. And we should have had another 40 seconds there. And we all know what happened at the end of the game. We took two timeouts with us um, and, and ran out of time and we didn't call them defensively. And that, you know, he can't, I, I think it's, um, you know, Rod Gilmore and boy, don't let me get me started on these commentators on the game either. They were horrible, but he was basically like, well, Miami fans got understand This is how Mario does things. Like that's not an acceptable answer. Does not. You cannot. But I think it is a way that he does. Like, I think we don't have to accept it or like it, but I think he has done things this way in the past. He's not very good at it. But it's unacceptable in a a $100 million enterprise. 100%. To have someone that, well, that's the way it is. No. Get, pull one of the grad students out of the math department and pull them onto the sideline. I'm not even joking. This is not hard. This is simple math. And and if he can't do it, just farm it out to one of the 400 people staying on the sidelines and just tell me when to call timeout. That's it. That's not hard. We can fix a lot of that. Like, that's fixable easily, easily but also probably seems like the thing that's never going to get fixed because he's too stubborn to admit he can't do it. That was uh, my next question. Do you think his ego would allow him to have no. a grad assistant? Okay. No. Right. What he's crazy about is that he's staring at the clock the whole time. He is. You see yeah. it. You see it in and the shots that they that they put on, on TV, staring at the clock, looking down, staring at the clock, looking at the field. And it's like, what, what are you literally, literally, what are you staring at if you don't know what the hell is going on? Like, are you staring? Is there, a, you know, is there an angel up there or something that you're kind of looking at, a spacecraft? Like, what the hell are you looking at? Like, if you're not going to, if you're not going <laughs> to do something about, about it, I mean, me and, me and Vish are sitting here saying, you could have gotten that onside kick and had two minutes on the board or a minute and a half on the board. As opposed to twenty seconds, uh, and then you've got you've got to come up with with plays that are almost impossible to make, especially with your you know quote unquote third string quarterback, um, who quite frankly did not have a terrible game. And we'll we'll kind of get into that um, in, in a second here. But I think I think the biggest thing the biggest thing aside from obviously that you know play calling and you know you, you notice and, and DJ you brought up a good point right. There's some guys that just didn't look like they were. They, they cared if they were out there or not, is, yeah, there's a drop-off. There's still a drop-off here from your starters to to the guys behind them, right? The depth is still not there. Uh, at some positions, it looks better than others, but you notice at some positions that it's not there, right? And I think that the biggest one that I noticed, right, regardless of injuries or opt-outs or whatever the case is, is you know we're we're known for a pretty pretty being a pretty good running running defense, you know, uh, and uh, I, I mean the defensive line did not do a great job today. Aside from Ruben Bain, uh, you know that the rest of that defensive line was not very good today. Uh, the linebacker play was mediocre. I mean Kiko did some nice things, but uh, you know you still you had to play Keontae Smith, who hasn't seen the field in six or seven games. Basically, uh, you know, you played a lot of your young guys. You saw Popo Aguirre out there uh, playing a little bit. And uh, and you still and, – and I did talk about that at linebacker. You were going to be okay using some of the young guys. But, you know, that front that front four had an issue. 
and they ran all over us the whole game. So they had, I think, it was about 200 yards rushing. So my my thing is that the the depth, the lack of depth, is still there, and that's going to be a big issue. And and I think that someone posted actually, I just saw it on Twitter a little while ago. Screw everybody's feelings. Screw everybody being butthurt if you know they don't they don't get the start or or their second string or their third in the depth chart or they they want more playing. I don't give a crap about that. Go out whether it's recruiting or in the portal. Get your guys. Get a tough, strong team that you can build some depth around and go win some damn football games. Because at this point, you know I don't really care about anybody's feelings. I don't care about anybody how anybody feels about one position or the other. Okay, screw the fans and whatever they're saying to because they're going to say six million things and six million different things. Just go out there, put a football team together that's going to win some football games against a team like Rutgers, who's abysmal at best. Okay, uh, and, and that quarterback, you notice, and Vish kept saying this. I'm like, why aren't you, why are we playing with safety? Stack the box and make him beat you. He can't beat you in the air throwing the football at all. You know, Coach Gidry, I don't think did such a great job of of adjusting to that either. So there's a lot of things that, that this game kind of showed us today. Uh, and, you know, we'll definitely talk about one of the most important things that everybody wants to talk about, which is a quarterback play in a second. But I just feel like if we don't do that, um, if we don't start developing some more depth, then we're going to continue to to have the same issues. You know, so I was, yeah, let me, let me bring Blue, Blue in here just real quick on the, on the depth. I, Part of it, like everyone's like saying, it's Rutgers. It's Rutgers. They were six and six in the Big Ten. They're not. They're not the Rutgers we used to play in the Big East. No. Two games a year. With that said, I don't know that this was a depth issue. This was an attitude issue. I think it was both. We, we, yeah. a, yeah. we, we were we were totally fun. like a lot of our penalties were quite frankly. If a team was doing this, we'd be like that team is dirty. They're yep. hitting way after the play. Yeah. They're yeah. hitting the punter on a fair catch after the play is over. Yeah. Like I, I I'm and but then during the play. Man, they out-physicaled us. They pushed us around on both lines. Some of it was backups in there, but some of it was just missed tackles by yeah. guys that had been making tackles that just didn't look like they wanted to physically, like, you know, they didn't opt out technically, but they felt like they opted out some of the content that Rutgers was <laughs> delivering, and it was yeah, and it was it was it was embarrassing. Um, a lot of that, and you could tell because some at some point in the second quarter, um, we did actually you could tell like we kind of like all right, we're gonna. I think it was actually in between the quarters. Yeah. I think Mario or someone lit into them because we came out really yeah, physical. We stuffed them immediately. They lost like six yards and had to kick a long field goal that they missed when they were just marching down the field for their second score. And we kind of then got some stuff going. And then right after the block punt, we just we, we, we were done. We're like, eh, we're not, we're not. This is not worth it. This is, and it's an attitude problem there. That's and you would think that some of the guys that haven't been playing would be like more hungry to play, but I yeah. just. I mean, we got out physical across the board, and it was it was that coaching job as well. Yeah, no, excuse yeah, me. it was. We got we got worked as well. I will say too. Oh, go ahead, DJ. DJ, you go ahead. I will say too that I think we allowed Rutgers to play the game that they wanted to play. Their very first drive was extremely long. I forget the exact amount of time, but we didn't really force them to do anything that they didn't want to do. Once we started to crowd the line of scrimmage defensively. They were just able to bounce it to the outside. They adjusted and they kind of worked around the defensive scheme. And, you know, Rutgers likes to play a slow, physical, methodical pace of game. And Miami defensively didn't really do anything to counteract that or make them uncomfortable. Like you guys mentioned, you know, you would have thought that they would have made 
Wimps to throw a little more, but I think Rutgers knew that even if they got one or two yards on first down, there would be some more room on second down, more room on third down, and they just kept chipping away, and, and you know, the Hurricanes couldn't keep up with that. I agree. And by, and by the way, no, I, I, something must have happened that they uh, started Luke Cristobal over Matt, Matt McCoy at left guard. Uh, it's, um, it's, it's not fathomable to me that he's going to play over Matt McCoy at left guard, but um, we'll let Blue kind of chime in on, on this whole thing. Blue, just hey, kind Blue. Of, you know, trying to trying to figure out what you know what everybody's thoughts are here on just the performance today for the Miami Hurricanes. Well, I was upset at the beginning. Obviously, I kind of voiced it uh, to DJ and <clears throat> that they came out and they didn't care and and they were down seven people. Obviously, that <clears throat> they would normally have two offensive linemen, <clears throat> which hurt. Uh, kind of cut into. I you know, we'll talk about Shakuri and. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But uh, I was just angry at the fact that they didn't come out with their hair on fire to show everybody, you know, hey, listen, you know what? We may be down two safeties, uh, you know, a wide receiver, a free, you know, two offensive linemen, a defensive end, a defensive interior guy, and that we're still playing. And uh, they didn't do that early. And I think that the very fact that, there were so many mistakes made and I'm, you know what, when you say, and I just heard you jazz talking about how they came out and they had that attitude. That's coaching. That's coaching. Sorry, but that's coaching. Just like the way that, uh, uh, 
and I'll and I'll just say it. Uh, uh, Jacoby George has been a thug the last couple of weeks. He really has. He he cost them in the last game yeah, with the stupid penalties. Then today he gets in two fights. He cost them. He dropped the dang ball that could have. And if you look at the play, it was designed to really go a, a distance. And I think that could have changed. So you can't have that from a four-year, three, four-year player, especially when you have so many young kids uh, playing. And um, the biggest frustration to me is that they just weren't playing hard in the first half. And I, I don't buy that somebody talked to them at second half. I, they are who they are. That's the way it is. And <clears throat> Rutgers is an, uh, an average team. Um, but they're not the same as Vish said. They're not the same when they were in the big tank. I mean, in the, uh, the big East, cause they're, they're having to recruit at a big 10 level now. So they got better dudes. Uh, and I agree with what you said. I thought that they could have defensed the quarterback a lot better. Cause he couldn't, I could throw better than he did. And, and all he could do is run and set up things. And their offensive line outweighed Miami by 50 pounds a player though. They were huge up front, but still Bain made some plays. You got, you know, Wayne got in there on a couple of plays. I just, I just think I'm not going to blame it on a talent that Miami didn't have and, and the youth and, and experience. I'm going to blame it on just the way that they came out because you could overcome, you know, what you don't have talent wise by just how hard you play. And, and they didn't play very hard and they could have been, as the announcer said, they could have been down 21 to nothing, you know, I mean, but Rutgers was equally as inefficient moving the ball. Uh, you know, into the end zone, missed, uh, you know, they missed a couple of different opportunities. But my only takeaway, and I'm not going to blame any individuals because I thought a lot of the guys stepped it up, but uh, it's, a, it's a coaching thing when you don't come out with, you know, with, with a purpose. And they didn't, and uh, they did in the second half. And, uh, but then they kind of blew their, that the play call to me on that fourth and short. What was that? What was that? They were blowing Miami back. Why would you? Why would you just run an off the tackle run? You know, with a guy who who is a good back, but he needs help up front to to succeed. He really does. He needs a hole to become effective. And uh, you kind of knew that they they were going to stack the box on him. But um, that's my yeah. And, and and we ran against all of our back uh, behind all of our backup linemen on the left side. Like I don't even understand what we were thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. At least run off the right. <laughs> and listen, I love Mario and I love the family guys, but there's no way his son, his nephew should be in there. I mean, there's there's just no way. That, 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 I mean, that's that's straight up. I mean, we don't know what happens when season. Let's, let's call it what is this nepotism. And yeah. he allowed his nephew to have a bowl game experience and it hurt the team. And it's completely <laughs> acceptable. No, I mean, that's what happened. His no, I understand. I understand. Now played significantly in a bowl game. They can have enjoy that Thanksgiving oh next God. year. It's un- unbelievable. Why is Chris? What, where is McCoy? Why is Christian Ball starting this game? What the hell is going? on? I mean, on he there? shouldn't. I mean, he's on the. It's you know? it's questionable whether or not he should even really be on the team. He's not a Miami caliber right. lineman, well, that's, right? That's but I get that. You know, not you're always going to have some backups that don't really ever get in the game. Let's the blowout that really you know if. If all the starters go down, you're looking to another team to replace them. You know that guy's never going to play. Right. It's insane to play that guy and to start no, I, him. I, I agree. Of the and and to Rashard watch didn't make the trip for some yeah. crazy reason. I mean, this is 
but to me that and then and then like like blue like you said the big fourth down of the game let's run behind this guy how was that <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> like this bad enough he's in the game just yeah, like, let's it, let's run by it's, it's, it's what we keep saying right Blue, it's the coaching the coaching there it's, yeah that that was iffy that was iffy play but and and the funny thing is is the the announcer said this is the biggest play of the game and you're gonna run that on the biggest play of the game uh uh, I don't know. I don't know if you discussed Jakuri at all. We have, we, we haven't. Were, we were but I just want, I do want to address one thing. So, John S. in the chat here is kind of absolutely been, not. I'll say yeah, that right well, now. Absolutely well, no, not. But here, I want to address the overall tenor here. Uh, everything sucks. Blah blah blah. Sucks. 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 That's not a good show to do. It's not good content, and it doesn't help anything. So we're not going to come out here and just go. Everything sucks. Look how smart I am because I'm saying everything sucks. So if you want to do that, that's not, I mean, what is, what is the point of that? Because literally all of your, I mean, this is literally what you wrote earlier. Okay. And in that case, just turn the stream off, go do something else. Cause there's no point. We're going to talk about what we thought went well, what we thought didn't go well. well things, things begin. No, but I mean, if that's, if that is the comment yeah. team sucks in game coaching sucks, that's all folks. Okay. That's all you can, you can like, we're not going to come out and say it like that. We obviously right. have a lot of things we didn't like about the game. We've been pretty negative just to open the show up. We're also yeah. going to talk about the things we like and things we want to see improve for next year. Right. Um, and if you watch and, the show, and, 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 and yeah, it. and 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 if the whole thing is just going to be well, everything sucks. Okay, you can you don't have to watch the show. Um, and it's not good content to do that, frankly, because no one really, you know, we're it's, there's well, no point following watch, the program. The show, you know, Blue and, and DJ predict this sound. Yeah, right. but I, and 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 I also. Again, though, the predictions are one thing, right? But it's also just, just you know, that saying, just saying everything sucks and there's no solution to it. Therefore, everything's going to always suck. Right. There's no point in following a program yeah. if you think that. So I feel like we're all very fair here, too. I feel yeah, like so we're I just, all very I, fair. Look, we, we've been very negative to kick this off. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the quarterback plans, certainly talk about what we need to improve on next year. Yeah. Um, but I, so I, I know we're not being, you know, we're not being overly positive or sunshine blowing up mario's ass right now um nor should we be nor should we be but we're also not just gonna how you're here and go like everything's on fire fuck this because that's not what's the point of that like i could have done that in 10 seconds we had to kill the stream yeah so anyway but to be balanced is what this show is about and and yeah Yeah. we're i mean you could see there's a lot of things that went wrong so we just address those now we'll start getting into the positives and if if that guy wants to stay with us i uh, appreciate it but if you're going to make comments like that at least at the end say you know what book we're going to get better and and that's fine if you say that we're suck now okay but if you're going to say you know what i can't wait we're going to get better we got some young guys and the portal is going to help and and you know just watching the usc game last night and 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 thinking to myself when the announcer said, well, as good as USC's playing, and uh, they're probably not going to now look for a quarterback, which <laughs> leaves a quarterback, you know, out there. And then secondly, they're going to have a whole different team when they open up next August. Yeah. Will Miami do the same thing? I think so. You're going to see a lot of new faces, established guys that are going to come in. People want to be a part of this program. They really do because you see that two years in a row, top 10 recruiting classes, we just got done arguably with the best class they've ever had. I mean, yeah. as far as linemen and, 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 you know, I mean, obviously there's a couple of guys they didn't hit on, but look at all of them they did. And I just think there's so much to be exciting, excited about. And I think everything's going to transpire in June. 
The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rig Kane Show. The Six Rigs Kane Show. You know. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.